Ladies and gentlemen, please notice that exits are conveniently located at the front and rear of this auditorium. When leaving the theater, we suggest that the exit at the front of the auditorium will allow you easier access to the parking areas. Thank you. other stuff just because how well, they tried. Listen, man, I I really like this film. I think this is the last great swashbuckling film. Quite arguably the best filmmaker of our generation. And then they like it and they tell their friends and it kind of balloons from there. But when you're... Two free plugs are in the show. Let's do a video game. <laughs> uh, it, it's probably true. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike Field. And I'm Mike Butler. And you're listening to the Forgotten Cinema Podcast. Each episode, we highlight a film that, for a variety of reasons, was forgotten by audiences, whether it's because a more popular movie came out at the same time, or perhaps the film we're talking about didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie, or perhaps don't love about it, and decide whether the movie is worth a revisit. If you enjoy our podcast, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to it. So before we talk about the movie, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So uh, we're going to talk about I actually stop following a format. Man. I'm not following a format <laughs> because I don't have any dislikes in this 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 time around. Like, I know we're going to go over stuff in the movie, but I I was listing like, OK, dislikes. I'm like, I don't really dislike anything in any of the movies that we do. I never really hate stuff or like, oh, that's stupid. I may have questions about stuff in the movie or maybe something maybe didn't work. But I, I don't know. I think I'm being too harsh when I say I dislike things in the movie. Do you, do you feel that way when we when we talk about whatever movie I'm we talk to think about? Back, there's there's not a lot. I mean, we choose these movies because we enjoyed them. There was something about them that we liked. Right. Because um, I mean, there's stuff in in the first one we did, which will never release sphere where no. there were certain things that I definitely did not like anymore. Right. With all the movies we do, I never really. So I kind of cut out the dislikes. I will still I still have things that I'll be like, ah, oh, that didn't work. That didn't work. But I'm never going to sit there and be like, I hated this part of the movie. I mean, I think I still I have the same notes. There's nothing about this film. Uh, or any films. Yeah, I can't think back to any of the films where it's like something I hated. Like right. Dislike, maybe disagreed with. But yeah, nothing I hated. So this week, what we're going to be doing is a movie that I, you, I don't know when you saw this movie, but I saw this movie when I was 15 years old. You know what? I don't even know if I saw it when I was 15. I saw it when I was in my formative teenage years. And that is the 1990 party movie, House Party. Oh, yeah. So Mike's going to break it down. All right. So in this film, pretty simple plot. <laughs> yes it is but and uh, and much appreciated yeah absolutely it's the whole plot is just there's a young man named kid who's in high school him and his friends uh well kid is his you know not want to say is his nickname his hip-hop name is in, the, in the in real life and in the in movie the film, yeah so his name is is christopher but he goes by kid him and his friend peter or play part of the kid and play they are trying to put on a party at play's house because his parents are going to be gone for the weekend so they enlist the help of their friend, Bilal, played by Martin Lawrence, to DJ for this party and invite everybody from the school to just throw this big party, which for some reason is on a school night. And hijinks happen. And the whole movie is basically based around kid trying to get into this party, trying to get to this party because his father uh, has grounded him because he got in a fight in school and he's not allowed to get into this party. So. Most of the party takes place either in the party with play or is about kid trying to get into the party and the hijinks that he gets into trying to get there. Yeah. So like I said before, I saw this movie when I was 15, 16, 17, around there. I don't think I don't remember seeing this movie in the theaters, but I do remember seeing it on like at home on, on VCRV, just kind of thing. So, um, it, I mean, it's a movie basically about, as you said, teenagers looking to have a party and hook up. Yep. And I think you're trying to get there. <laughs> exactly. So as we like to do, uh, get into some production facts. You know what? I'm not even going to give a spoiler disclaimer because you, you should have already seen this movie. Uh, this movie was released on March 9th, 1990. It was a limited release. It had a wide release on March 23rd. So they put it out in the theaters, did well. Then they made it wider. It kept going, which is, you know, probably a movie that they didn't really know how it would play out mm-hmm. pardon the pun which rated, rated r which i didn't th- i didn't even think about it being rated r i don't know why i know because yeah yeah i mean once you watch it again yes it is rated r but like i didn't even think about that uh it's 100 minutes which is nice uh especially for a comedy 
So the, the weekend it was released, March 9th, limited, it went up against, I don't know if you remember, I know you remember this one, Joe versus a Volcano. Yep. Okay. I love it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Okay. Oh, you don't. Uh, I have not seen Joe versus a Volcano in quite some time. And Bad Influence. I have seen Bad Influence. That's okay. I don't know if I've That's seen That's with James influence. Spader. So when this movie came out on a wide release, it was, so I'm sorry, let me go back. So March 9th. Mm-hmm. So the, just to give you an idea of what was coming out around it, maybe why, because I, I don't think this is forgotten in terms of forgotten in terms of like nobody watched it when it came out because it was popular. Right. I mean, a movie, if it spawns four sequels, it's popular. So I think it's more that it was forgotten. I think we're saying is that it's been so long. It's been what? Let me do the quick math here. Almost 30 years. Yep. So it's, you know, so it's it's been a while. I'm sure there's people that we work with. I guarantee you tonight there's people that we work with or we mentioned this movie. They will not know what we're talking about. Um, well, see, maybe because the reason I know about this movie is I saw it probably around 14, 15 because it used to play on Comedy Central all the time. Yeah, what year was that? Uh, that would have been 2000, probably three and up. Okay. All right. Early 2000s. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 one of those cult classics. It's one of those movies that. You, you you know you could probably catch on like you said Comedy Central right. like you know annually or or you know every every couple of months always there but you're always seeing the edited version right this is the right. first time I've seen the like, oh really because you said like oh it's rated R I didn't think it would be rated R yeah, either because yeah. it didn't seem like they cut too much I've that. never seen the edited version so yeah good good that, that's good then then you can have a better perspective of of that movie all right so it, like I said March 9th was its limited release March second uh, the week before the Hunt for Red October came out great film. Mm-hmm. The week after this movie came out, March 16th, was uh, The Forbidden Dance. No. Lombada. No. Blue Steel. Another no. And The Lord of the Flies, which is okay. And then the week of the March 23rd, when this came wide, March 23rd opened Pretty Woman. So you know how big Pretty Woman yeah. was. All right. So when it was, so it's limited run, it made 4.6 million that opening weekend. It's wide release, it made 3.5. And then March 23rd made 3.2. The reason why I kind of, did those three weeks. So four and a half, three and a half, almost three and a half again was most of the time when movies come out, there's an expected percentage drop off from opening week to second week. Typically it's 60%. You know, yeah. if, if it's, it's usually 40 to 60, let's, let's be fair. This movie did not have a big drop off. You're talking like maybe 20%, which is very, it's rare. And it's an indication that this movie is a good movie or it was, popular yeah people liked it people wanted to see people were telling their friend hey i just saw house party you should go see this movie the next week that's a good indication which is probably why it went wide and why it, it obviously spurned four sequels it domestic it, it all totaled uh 26 and a half million i don't have in terms of its total domestic run it didn't it was not released internationally um i don't know i i don't know what the budget was i i looked it up and i, I it Can't wasn't a much. lot no Can't be more I, than a couple million no i don't think so it wasn't. Right. It was written directed by Reginald Hudlin, who you he did more recently. He's done a lot of TV, mm-hmm. but more recently he did uh, the movie Marshall. Did you see Marshall? About Thurgood Marshall? I didn't. It's good. Didn't, yeah. and he did uh, Boomerang. He has a long and storied and well-respected career. He's got a lot of stuff that he's done that's been very funny. I believe he did Everybody Loves Chris. I think he did the first episode. I really like yeah. Everybody So Loves he, Chris. he's extremely, extremely talented. Cast as Mike kind of you went through the leads, right? Kid and play. Yeah. Okay, kid so play Martin kid, Lawrence. So Bilal. Uh, yep. Uh Tisha Campbell plays Sydney, who is Kid's love interest in this. Uh back and forth. Uh and then Robin Harris plays Pop, who died nine days after this movie was released. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but yeah. I did know I was like, ah, he was in a lot of stuff back in like the eighties and nineties. Well, Robin Harris, he's a big big time comedian. Yeah. And a lot of his stuff in the movie is uh improv. A lot of his lines. Oh, like him, when he goes him the and, party. Yeah, him and the neighbor, John Witherspoon. I love when John. Yeah, John Witherspoon. Stop, yeah, there's, really there's, there's a line where I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was, just, <laughs> I, I forgot that he had, I forgot the line, but like he had said it, and I was just like, so I have other notables because those are kind of like the main cast, and obviously I didn't write down uh, the the woman that played Shireen, um, AJ Johnson. Okay, there you go. Good, good, good on you because I for some reason did not write that down. All right, so you know, Daryl Chill Mitchell. <laughs> and, and the whole reason he's chill is because he's from Groove B Chill. Um, everyone might know him from Galaxy Quest as Tommy, right? Yep. Tommy. Yep. Uh, George Clinton from uh, Parliament and, and then from Funkadelic. 
Kelly Joe Minter, who I know from summer school. Do you remember? Do you, you ever see summer school? That's a movie that we should put on the I list. Cause that movie, I want to tell you right now that movie's not summer school is not like, I'm not going to sit here and say that summer school is fantastic, but there's so many things I remember from summer school. It's ridiculous. Like there's a line at summer school where Mark, Har- do you know what the plot is? No. All right, so basically Mark Harmon is a teacher. And at the end of the school year, all the teachers are get, trying to get, go on vacation. And the principal's looking for someone to teach summer school. And nobody wants to do it. And he basically gets Mark Harmon. He bribes him or he, he has something over him to teach summer school. But in back, summer school is obviously, quote unquote, the rejects of the, the school. Right. So he has to sit there and he doesn't want to do any of it. He wants nothing to do with it. So they're all smart asses and they're all, you know, jocks that don't pay attention. They're all people that just don't care. That I think one one kid is like always shows up to class. Uh, he's always asleep, but you find out that he is stripping late at, at night like to make money. <laughs> and there's like a whole thing where like his mom goes to the club. But anyways, so Mark Harmon has the one line where he's like, oh, everyone take your seats. And these two dudes go like, they pick up their seats. They're like, where should we take them? And I've always remembered that line. I know it's corny. That, that might need to be one of our movies. But anyway, so I always remember Kelly Jo Minter from summer school. I don't know why. I just always remember her from that. And she played the, uh, she was the girl in the car when, um, play comes up, comes to pick up Palau, and he's got, he's like, oh, you pick him oh, up. And, 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 she, and they start him? yelling at each other. No, yeah, they start yelling. And he starts yelling. Yep. And he's like, get out of the seat. Okay, I'm not afraid to punch a girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of the, so I'm the one that suggested this movie, right? Because we were talking about the movie, and I, I'm the one, right. that, yeah. And and I had mentioned before why, and I'm, I'll just say it again. I suggested this movie because I it was very in terms of of wanting to be a teenager and wanting to like go out, go to a party meet a girl, hook up like that. I mean, that wasn't my entire formative years of, of, of being a teenager, but I, I like that you, when you're that age and you're a boy and you're a guy and you're or a girl and you, you know, you want to go out and have fun like that. Then that's what house party was. It was just about having a good time. Right. Right. I mean, granted two white dudes from the suburbs, suburbs <laughs> can't relate to a lot of the stuff in the movie in terms of just kind of like the experience of, of, of being a black teenager in America. Right. But what I think I relate to and maybe you relate to when you watch Leonard is just the fact that I just want to have fun. want to have a good time. And this movie has so many quotable quotes, so many quotes. I think of when certain situations pop up and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's from House Party. I don't know why. It's just something that always stuck with me. Right. That's why I suggested this movie. Now, I'm curious because I can I can start sprinkling some the random thoughts and facts <laughs> in here from it. The one thing that I didn't realize was that um, this was originally for the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff? Did you know that this was this movie was created for them? Oh no, I didn't. So, so this movie is based. Well, I should say this: this movie is based on uh, Hudlin's did a short for his his Harvard thesis was this movie it was a short that was basically House Party. Okay, so that won awards, and then they were going to make it into a feature. So he developed into a feature. So then Will Smith at the time, who was the Fresh Prince of you know, and and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Had done a song called "A Nightmare on My Street," which New Line sued them and said, like, basically sued them to ripping off New, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. I, that, I always thought that was uh, they did that for the film. No, they got sued. I didn't know that. I always thought that was part of. That well, was, I like, mean, maybe revisionist history. Yeah. Oh man. So they got sued, and one of the sti- they and New Line won the lawsuit, and one of the stipulations of the lawsuit was they had to be in a New Line film, <laughs> and then they wanted them to be in this movie, and Hudlin was like, no. You're not you're not taking my movie. I would assume he said this. You're not using my movie for your litigation scheme to get these guys because you just want to make money off of them. Right. Good on him. Good. Good. Um, you know, so so I guess he won out and it went and basically went to kid and play. Did he always have kid and play in mind? I don't know. Maybe. I, I have no idea. I mean, they were this was done. So this came out in the 90s. This was shot. Eighty nine. This is when like kid and play was starting to get popular. Like their big song, which I always remember oh, ain't going to hurt nobody was mm-hmm. after this. So, OK. They were popular. They were coming up. So this probably helped because after this movie, I know I talked to you about this off off air. <laughs> you know, I remember I remember seeing Class Act because after I saw House Party, I went to the theater to see Class Act. So I must have seen this in the theater. And then I saw House Party 2. And then there were just there were a bunch of other things. I know that when we talked to Andrew from our friend from the Nomcast, yep. which you guys should check out. Absolutely. Because we're on one of the episodes. Uh, <laughs> so he, we, as soon as I said, oh, we're doing house party, he was like, pajama jammy jam, which is from house party too. Yep. So, yeah. So there you go. I mean, it just, it's just, it filters into the, your, your you know, everyday, everyday life. Anything, all the quotes from house party. Right. And house party too. Um, so, yeah. So I didn't ever realize that it was originally meant for at the time. Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Now, the scene at the beginning 
um, when the house when, the when that was when they raised the roof and the roof actually they blow the roof off, which I like. Was that actually part of Hudlin's original film? Because it looks different than the rest of the film. That I don't was one know. Of my notes. I don't know. I I I I, I kind of looked for the short online, but I didn't. And I but I didn't look hard enough, mm-hmm. and I probably fell asleep looking for it. <laughs> Although I would. I oh, will, can we? Yeah, can we make this note? I will report saying that I was able to watch House Party in one sitting. We should. We should make that part of the podcast. Did Mike watch it <laughs> in one sitting or not? That's the last question. Finally, <laughs> did you finish this movie in one sitting? No, I was able to, which was good, and I had to make sure that I didn't because because there was a lot a lot of curse words, which I appreciate. I had to make sure it wasn't too high so the kids didn't hear them. But like at this point, I think they know them all. Not from me, but I think they know them all by the, by the, at this point. I swear I'm a good father. <laughs> I didn't think there was that much cursing. There was some, but not too much. More than I thought there would have been, because again, I've watched it on Comedy right. Central. Well, I think the I'm sure in the edited version, they did. They had very little of the stuff at the end where he was uh, where his kid was trying to and Sydney were it together in her bedroom. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of that. They, they, didn't, of they that, definitely yeah. didn't have the uh, once she takes her pants off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. I yeah. was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did you also know that they filmed the, the house parties actually at plays real life home in L.A.? That's where they really that's where oh, they really? filmed this. That, cool. that, that tells me indie all the way, which, hey, I appreciate the independent independent feel of it. Um, well, what did you because a lot of stuff that I liked in this movie was also, I think, one of the big likes about this movie was the nineties nostalgia. So I'm 15 at this time. I keep saying this, okay. but I graduated. So 89 is when I graduated middle school. So I'm going into high school. Okay. So that's when this movie comes out. Basically this is me growing up. So like the acid wash jeans, the Velcro key wallet that play has in the beginning when he's like, I got the house, you know, that thing yep. you see the rotary phone. Cause no one, I don't think anyone remembers a rotary phone anymore, but just kind of like, the clothing, the stuff, the, the music, the, you know, everything like the 90s nostalgia of it, rewatching it because I haven't seen House Party in quite some time was kind of like what I was feeling when I was watching this. Right. So I'm curious, like what kind of st- stood out to you upon your rewatch? Upon my rewatch. Um, I really like the 90s. I mean, the, the 90s rap is so different from kind of rap today. That new Jack Swing. Yeah, I, I really like that. Well, this is this is before like this is this is when like hip hop was. Uh, like you know, let's have a good time, kind of thing. Let's party. Let's you know, and then and then kind of came like you know, uh, the Chronic, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg, and all that stuff, and it just became more you know, Tupac and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, I'm not going to. I am not an expert. Right. At at the hip hop right. scene, Absolutely. obviously. So I'm not going to pretend that I am. But I but ha- I do yeah. appreciate right, that right. that kind of style of uh, hip hop. You know, I like the clothing. You know, I was '89. I would have been too. <laughs> you can't relate to the Velcro wallet. I can absolutely relate to the Velcro wallet because again, Velcro throughout the nineties, the Velcro wallet was a thing. It oh, yeah. wasn't until I forgot. I totally forgot about it yeah. too. Well, as soon as I saw that, I was like, holy shit. I, I had I a few Velcro that. wallets. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of stuff I watched, you, you know, growing up was like <laughs> Fresh Prince, um, Family Matters, Full House, all these old early nineties yep. sitcoms and stuff yep. like that. So you know, seeing all this stuff kind of again, it is like, Oh yeah. All right. It is. You know, I grew up watching eighties films and nineties films and you know, maybe I was young back then, but I was still around. So that the nostalgia was there. I mean, I maybe I didn't relate to the teenager part, like being a teenager in the nineties, but okay. The rest of it, the style and the look oh, and no, stuff like you. that. Yeah, I got that, you. That I got part. you. Well, one of the things that I, not to cut you off. Uh, one of the things that I always in movies, any movie that deals with a huge party. I never went to a high school party that big. I never. Now, I'm not saying that I wasn't. I, maybe. I mean, I just didn't. I don't know if I didn't care that much. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to break it down for you. I played sports. I played basketball in high school. I worried too much. Or I worried too much. I focused on my grades a lot. So I was doing a lot of stuff. I, or, and also I would just watch. TV shows. I would tape, you know, I had a uh, double yeah. VCR action, you know, trying to make sure back then you had to, you couldn't just DVR something. You had to, could DVR things out, couldn't record things at the same time on two different channels. You had to have two VCRs for that, which I would to record, make sure I got like the Quantum Leap episode and then that X Files episode, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, so not that they were on the same day. Uh, so yeah, so I never could, but I never, when I went to parties or when I went, hung out with friends, never went like these parties that are depicted in these movies. I never experienced And Maybe that's just because I missed out. Never experienced a party like house party. Never experienced a party like and can't hardly wait. Or like even like project X, which, you know, like that's, that's even, but that's more than the house. But that's, that's based, but project X is based on a real life uh, issue in Australia, a real life party in Australia. 
I mean, that's I mean probably not that, you know, obviously it's a movie, but right. like the, the, I, the only party scene I can ever relate to in a movie is the Dazed and Confused party when they go into the woods and they're, they're drinking beer. Yeah. Okay. Not that I did that a lot, but like, that's just like, hey, let's go hang out and just chill. That's a, ha- yeah, yeah, hang out. That's yeah. it. Never like these, like, obviously never like these coordinated dance routines and stuff like that, but that's the beauty of the movies is like, you know, you can have that stuff. They probably had more people in that house party than I had my entire uh, high school class. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot of people. In a really and, small and space. It's funny, though, because like at, when they're dancing and when they're, you know, when they sit and they're all sweating, it's like, yeah, because that's what it's like. Absolutely, like yeah, I they want, sit down. Yeah. You never see that in other movies. Like they get tired of dancing and they just sit down and they're sweating. Well, I'm wondering because if it's an indie, I shouldn't say it's an indie, but it's a movie that had a, low, a small budget that, you know, they're all in there shooting. They're in his real life. So not, they're not in a studio. Yeah, sweats real. I, I'm thinking that like, you know, it probably like it's just super hot and they're just like, let's just play with it. Let's just go with it. And, and you know, that's what it is. And it's like. But honestly, that's what it is. Like you can't like everyone's dancing, but like you need to sit down because you're you're freaking dripping in sweat. Like, Absolutely. Not that like I said, I, not that I went to a lot of these parties, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I've been to in college. I would go to like uh you know a college party or something like that, and it was packed. But it was like you couldn't move, you couldn't walk anywhere. You're stuck in the corner with like a, a stupid red solo cup, and you're just sitting <laughs> there, and you're like you're like cramped, and people are trying to get by. It's not enjoyable. It's never been enjoyable. This is an anti-party episode. <laughs> Play. Hey, Lachey, how you doing? Don't you have any refreshments around here? Some soda or potato chips, something? Oh, wow, you should have got here earlier. I had to, everything, liter bottles, potato chips, the whole shebang. Brothers went through it. I always get here too late for the snacks. Oh, uh, there's a store right up the street. Anything you want, help yourself. Mama should have fed you before you got here. This ain't no soup kitchen. My point was that only in movies will you experience parties like this. Right. And and that's great. There are parts of the party, though, that are very relatable. Like the dance off. You, you've danced off before. I've danced off big time. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, OK, well, like like what? Well, I like like the bathroom scene and the, the guy takes the the turd in the in the toilet and then he's got to break it up. You know, step on it. His <laughs> friends leave him. Plays, plays left with this giant turd in a broken toilet. Um, the you know they're dancing, they're sitting down on the thing. Plays answering the door. He's he's talking to his friends, but it never gets like obnoxious. It's it's very realistic in terms of the way everybody relates to each other and talks to each other at the party. Uh, I think that's that's pretty much like how those parties are, and and you know no one's drinking. Like there's not like a ton of booze and stuff. Like because in high school, there's yeah maybe you get a couple of people that pregame beforehand. But oh please! You're not getting these giant keggers for high school students, which a lot of films, you know, when they do party scenes, it's like these high school kids are getting more beer than a, a bar suddenly. Yeah, and it ain't that easy. I don't yeah. care how I don't care how people talk about how like oh we used to get drunk back then. No, it's never been easy to get beer when you're underage. Right. I'm sorry, but yeah, it, that's a disservice that movies do for kids. <laughs> they think it's that like like in Teen Wolf when he goes and gets the the keg. They're like they're all trying to get the keg. Yep. And like at the end of the end, before the movie begins, they're all ro- there's like 28 people rolling kegs in. It's like, I'm sorry. It's not that easy. No, exactly. So yeah, I like that. The way that they the, the way that they act kind of seems more or less real, especially the way Shireen and Sydney kind of act. And even even kid and play and trying to get the girls, you know, you know how teenagers kind of react to each other when they like each other. Or right. They're just trying to hook up and stuff like that seem more or less real. Then, you know, teenagers in love, kind of like, oh, just infatuated with this person. It's like this big romantic love story. Like, like, oh, they're going to get married and have kids because of this party at the end of this party and stuff like that. This is just kid and play want to hook up with someone. Sydney and Shireen want to hook up with somebody. Yep. And Well, they both want to hook up with kid. Well, right. (laughs) At the end of the movie, they figure out who they're going to hook up with. And, and, you know, you're left with, you know, kid and... Uh, spoiler, Kid and Sydney kind of end up together. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Kid and Sydney end up together, but it's not like this true love kind of romance thing. It's just teenagers kind of starting to go out and get to know each other, which I appreciate as well, because that's it doesn't leave them this big grandiose kind of. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because they're all 25, 28 years old in this movie. Oh, can uh, we talk about how the bullies are easily 35? <laughs> <laughs> um, I. With full mustaches so and beards. That, so that's so yeah. So obviously, but that's not un, unheard right, of. Right, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. Right, and to your point um, about that, so you make the reference that you have movies now that have that talk about like you know lovey dovey and and like you know falling in love and and right. Okay. So do you now a lot of those people like when you watch movies now, age has gone down. So you have eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds playing high school kids now, right? 
more or less. Right, know? right. And then, but back, and so let's let's go to this movie where you have 28-year-olds playing 16, 17-year-olds. It's almost like the younger actor tries to be, play older, tries to have more, I guess, Gravitas. adult. Uh, yeah, but I meant like, when I say, a, when I mean adult, like more adult feelings or more adult uh, emotions, just the adult in terms of like the experience. I can see that. So like they have, they've experienced these emotions already. Like when you're a teenager, you don't, you a legit, legit teen. You may think you experience these emotions or you have these emotions, but you have no context in terms of like, you know, in terms of just kind of like the greater picture of, of, of living in the world as, as, you know, a young adult. Absolutely. So, yeah. but like, so somebody like, like, you know, like Christopher Reed and Christopher Martin, those, you know, Christopher Martin's, uh, play so more like kid and play yeah who are trying to hey we're just gonna be high school kids remember when we're in high school we're trying to have fun like they can they can look back and try to play it as you know like we just want to hook up like i'm you know i'm sure that's yeah, the note right rather than just a 19 year old 20 like you're playing a 16 year old but you're you you've fallen in love with this young man and you know it's like it's not it, i want a movie like house party as compared or can't hardly wait as compared to a movie like I don't know. I can't even think of like one of the movies like 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 The Fault in Our Stars or something right. like that. Right. What's what's the even the um, <clears throat> the one that just came out with John Cena where he's got a, he's trying to stop his daughter. Oh, from, Blockers? Blockers. Right. So in Blockers, I mean, I I like Blockers a lot. Blockers was pretty funny, but the te- even then the, the kids they wanted to get laid and get, you know, messed up and True. But they still kind of seemed a little bit older and wiser than they should have at the age that they are. Like even a film like that. So I think you're you're onto something there that an older person can look back and know, yeah, I didn't know anything back then. So let me play it like that. Whereas the younger person goes, I know everything. Right. You know, and the, and, and I will say this, like the, the counter argument to what I'm saying is also, you know, there is so much information now out there. There's so much, there's so much, there's so many ways and devices to get the information that you need in terms of like, to answer your questions as a teenager, right. That maybe you age, you, you mature in a, in a way Faster than you would back in the early nineties. Could you make that argument? I mean, I you, suppose could. you could. Because to your point about blockers, I always my whole, my whole thing with blockers is there's two different movies. It's the parents' movie and it's the kids' movie. It's like right, pick one. I don't. I I, I think it should. I think it would. I would have liked it better, or I would think it would have been stronger if you picked one story or the other. And I like blockers because I like the fact that it's three girls that are trying to basically. It's like the reverse of everything you saw in the eighties. And 90s with like it's always the guys trying to get laid. It's, it's three girls, girls trying, to trying to get laid. Yeah, right. that's great. And I, I, I wanted to see that more of that. Right. Not in a pervy way, in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah, yeah, a comedy way. Right. Mind you, that I have a 12 year old daughter, so I so, do not want to see any of that. Right. So like <laughs> two years from forward. now, your mind's gonna be completely different. I, I, when we watch <laughs> when we see movies like that, and they're 16 year old girls, and they're like doing all that stuff, I turn to my wife. I'm like, that's gonna be uh, our daughter in a couple years. She's like, shut up. Which it won't be because I will be all over that. No. You'd be like um, the my, scene in uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in uh, Bad Boys 2. Oh, you ever had yes. sex with a man? You want to? As, <laughs> absolutely. My 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 dream is to have to go into a party of teenagers as she's there and pull her out. And I'm, I, that's my dream. I have to be up like that's here. And I, that's that's my big dream. And if I could do that, then I, that's a bucket list. Item. <laughs> I want to pull my daughter out of a high school party and embarrass the heck out of her. <laughs> You're you have been warned. <laughs> Kind of like Pop in House Party. Absolutely. I am Pop walking the streets looking for my kid. Hello, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of my old neighborhood, fresh out of Compton. I'm getting homesick. <laughs> I love that one. He's hilarious. Go home, pal. Yeah, go. You don't know who you're fucking with. I'm from a small town called Fresh Out of Cops Ahead. You're making me homesick. Um, and t- But that's the other thing. There's so many, like what I talked about before, there's so many quotes. There's so many quotable quotes. The funniest one that I that I couldn't stop laughing at is when uh, is mostly John Witherspoon. It's when he calls nine, not that when he calls nine one one, but that, um, that's the first one where he's like nine one one, yeah, hold. What are you doing? Calling the police for what? These kids are driving me crazy with all this damn noise. Call them on yourself. You the one making all the noise. I got the wrong number too, baby. Hold on one second. Oh, dance now with your big ass. Go on, dance. Uh huh. Nine one one. I'll hold. 
like that when he's just like that, oh, yeah. that real quick. But then when he's when he wakes up at the end and his wife's like, come back to bed, Harry. And he's oh, like, Harry. Harry. <laughs> oh, baby. Police been here and they still down there dancing. Oh, come back to bed, Harry. Harry. I love when he goes, get here as soon as you can, God damn it. But why are you swearing to me? Who the fuck are you swearing to me? God damn you. <laughs> and he's yelling at all the kids going into the party. Like, and he's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, ba- like, hey baby, how you doing? <laughs> so, and then she's like, what are you doing? He's like, no, honey, come up to this window. Maybe you find somebody too. <laughs> no, that was great. And, and, and the, uh, I don't know why this, mo- this line made me laugh too. So when they get into the fight in the beginning, uh, the bullies, I, what was his name? Stab. Is that, that's his name, the yeah. head guy. And, um, and he, and he and the principal's like, now why would you call his mom a garden tool? Like yeah, when she's sleeping, call my mom a hoe. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, you're right. He is like 48 in that movie. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, why is he? Well, maybe he's just really dumb. I also love the line when they're in the Jeep and they're talking about, she just makes me so mad. Uh, I just, every time I'm making love to a woman, I just picture him. And I, uh, he's like, word? He's, no, he's like, I don't know about that. And he's like, I don't know about you. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, man, ever since this fool came into my life, I can't do nothing but see him, man. I mean, I mean, I'll be alone with a woman sometimes, and I'm damn near about ready to wax that ass, and all I can do is vision this fool, man. Word? Word. I don't know about that. I don't know about you. And that's the other thing. I didn't really remember... Because the movie's called House Party, and I didn't realize that they weren't in the house that long. Like it was, they were. How long do you think they were in the house during a ninety-minute movie? Half hour? I guess that's enough. About a half hour. Because I, mean, I didn't. I forgot that he takes her to her house. They take. He, they walk Shireen home. They go to. They take him to Sydney's house. He gets in jail. I had forgotten like how stuff. much takes place after the party. Right. Right. But I noticed that the one guy who comes after the party, he's late and he yeah. slams the door on him. He's wearing his pajamas. <laughs> Is that like a hint of the sequel? Is that a hint of the pajama jam? The pajama jammy jam. House party two when they go to college. Absolutely. It seems like go, a hint. They all go to the same college. <laughs> uh, that's how it works in the uh, Hollywood world. In I forgot what house party three is about. I didn't see four and five, but I forgot what three is about. Isn't three where there's the mansion? They're trying to put the, ma- the, the like get the mansion for the weekend. Like the big, big house. Maybe. I, I saw it, but. I don't remember what it's about. Like I, I remember more of Class Action than I do of House Party Three. I also might just be thinking of Class Act. No, Class Act is they don't like each other. They're he's like they're rivals or something. They're not friends in Class Act. Was there a big house in Class Act at all? Was House Party Two? Which one was the one that ended at the Wax Museum? Was that House Party Two? Might be House Party Two. Or was that Three? See again, like there's like they just all blend together. I mean, I I know that when they're wearing pajamas, it's number two, but that's about obviously about it. Obviously. So the other big things that stood out to me while rewatching was the dance off and the rap off, which is basically why I was there. Like, I, you know, when they when they start performing like back to back, which is great. And then when they had the huge dance, when they had the coordinated dance number, <laughs> but it's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm like, yep. Now, did you notice that whenever they cut to the girls, it's a it's a medium shot or a wide shot like you see them dancing when they cut to kid and play. There's a lot of close ups, an awful lot of close ups where you can't see if it's them or not. Oh, it's them. I think that's because they're showing you their foot because that's what they're known for is their footwork. That's what I was wondering. I was yeah. like, I get that there because there are some scenes where they're doing the footwork and then there are other scenes where all of a sudden now it's getting really close. I'm like, are they cut now? Is that extra? I, was like, I think I, I primarily think it's just to highlight their footwork to fine. just to highlight yeah, their I mean, dancing. That's, that's, that's why he definitely does. The uh, kid definitely slides under play. Yeah. In a couple. Well, of that's what they, that's so what they're like, known for. That's part of the what they're known for yeah. is that that kind of like their, their concerts are like that. Not that I've been to any, but, um, you know, I'm a very sheltered person, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I don't know. I mean, I probably not. Do you know that they're going to? Do you know that they're going to try? Uh, there's going to be another one, or I like they're trying, like LeBron James, like uh, and uh, his entertainment group, his company, his production house, House Party Five, announced in early last year, early 2018, that they're going to they're developing a new House Party movie with the guys that did um that created Atlanta TV show Atlanta, so. Who are going to be the... I don't know. They're going to have to find new young... Hmm. I don't young know, because talent. 4 and 5 don't have... I, did 4 and 5 feature like uh, like an artist, like hip-hop artist, like a duo? I don't think 4 does, thing. no, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe they're going to try to do something like that. But, I mean, yeah, like fun. this is almost... Atlanta's like, but, really good, so... But, like, but can you really do... You, I don't think you can do the same style, because I'm going to say, like, House Party is is so representative of... 
the time. That time. Right. Can you really do that same style of, hey, let's just have fun and hook up now? It's not about that anymore. Right. I mean, the, the climate has changed. Social right. climate has changed. So I don't think you can. I mean, I think you can do a version. I don't know if you can replicate that, though. I don't think you should. But yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if they did. Just kids wanting to have a good time. Not right. worrying about, you know, it's not a movie about drugs and alcohol. Not, not about getting fucked up. It's about having fun. Right. Um, but I feel like party movies now are just about to get fucked up. Well, what, like what's, the what's, hijinks that come from that. What's the most recent, like what Project X? That's Project the most X, recent one I can think of. Lockers. It was a lot of like drug stuff and, and like, oh yeah, let's take this. Let's try. It's like, not a lot of teenagers are like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll nerds. drink during parties. I mean, I don't go to parties. I hate. People. But maybe we're just really big nerds that we don't, we don't, we're not on the scene as as cool hip kids. We don't understand it. I mean, you go to parties even in college. You got people that you know drinking. And maybe a couple of people smoking weed, but you know, like everybody in the party is suddenly dropping all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's that's really what party movies are nowadays. It's like let's take this. Oh, so do you even think- like Euro Trip, which is you know, well, like fifteen years old now? Oh wow, it still has stuff like that. I, I don't know. Which has the best song in it? I love Euro Trip. We should put Euro Trip on there. Uh, Euro Trip is my house party. Really? Kind of. Really. Like kind of underrated. So you had a you had a girlfriend in high school that slept with someone else, and they well, did slept a song with Matt about Damon. Pierced up Matt Damon, <laughs> a clearly forty year old pierced up Matt Damon. Butler doesn't know. That, that, yeah. Doesn't know. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I see you. I see. I see what you're saying there. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just nerds. Maybe we just we're not cool. That could be it. That's all. That's I mean, probably it. I mean, we are doing a movie podcast, so there is some evidence to suggest that. I also do a beer podcast. I don't. I don't crack one open. I also do. A don't video. do free plugs during the show. I also do a video game. Podcast. <laughs> it's probably true. You're, you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking about what we like and stuff like that. Let's talk. You could uh, talk about something that you again, didn't not like. Today, I, I hate because we say I don't like dislike anything. Right, right. But there's some parts where I kind of like rolled my eyes at some of the more. So it's the word I'm looking for, like when they do like the after school specials, like the um. Like the more you know, kind of a thing. They they do they do a lot of. What do they like do that? that? Uh, so when um one of them's drinking uh beer, I can't remember. Who this is at beer. the party. At the party, and they're like, "Oh, you take this stuff, man. You should be drinking this stuff. It makes you dick hard all oh, night. Oh, right, 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 it right. Makes you feel like a god." And he's drinking a beer, and it's like, "Man, I don't touch that stuff." And it's like, it's "What's wrong with that?" It's like, the th- it, but it, it comes across a little too kind of lesson of the week kind of i, think. Oh, I didn't think that uh, at all and there's a couple of times that they do that in the film and i was like eh. i don't think that at all I, I mean i thought if anything that shows you how he you know loves his father because his father is obviously strict and obviously is like you know like he's all on top of him to make sure that he you know he, you know i love to eat your breakfast it's like everything's out there is made everything for him right you know like and then he goes and takes care of it. it's like it's like fact it's, it's them two together i think i don't i didn't think that i didn't see that at all i I mean, I mean, that's fine. I, I get that. It's just a couple of times they do it. And it, it, it's the way he says it kind of seems like like a like a star should be going across his head. So and, what? You know? Again, it's not. <laughs> I got you. It's, it's just. No, I know. I was like, eh, OK, pain is his name. The guy drinking the beer, because then my note is I love when pain passes out and they drag him to his house. Oh, yeah. They don't just throw him in the lawn. They put him against the door. They close the screen door on him <laughs> and they knock out the door. Good and friends. his mom's like, pain, is that you? <laughs> she opens the door and he just. <laughs> Boom, down on the ground. I love that scene. <laughs> I thought that was great. They're good friends. <laughs> I mean, they are good friends. They do take care of each other. They, you know, they argue and they fight, but then they, they get back. That's so. what good friends do, man. That's yeah, true. true. I also liked how Kid steps up to the bullies kind of a lot more than in most movies. Most movies like, oh, it's the bully. Let's just oh, cower in fear or just get beat up for no reason. It's like Kid... From the get-go in the cafeteria, like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Can I get you the milk? Yeah, he cowers a little bit. But then when he insults his mom, kid immediately tries to throw the jello, hits him in the nut. Like, he doesn't just stand there and take it, which I like. Because yeah. in real life, you wouldn't just sit and get punched. Like, no matter what, you, you would try to defend yourself or fight back or something like that. And he kind of does that. And he, he kind of gets his licks in as well, you know, yeah. making fun of them, you know, punching the other guy in the balls during the gala event. <laughs> yeah, the thing with the bullies is that they're not, they're not the main crux it's almost like they're not they're not the main conflict in this they're just kind of like another set of characters i mean there really isn't there isn't any kind of main conflict i mean you do have the asshole cops which are obviously you know says a lot it's only about them having a good time and, and and hooking up and the other stuff like the bullies and the cops and stuff like that 
They're obstacles. There's no right. real antagonist. Right, right, right. What else? Oh, one thing I love, and I don't know why I love it so much. When they're when they're chasing Kid at the end, um, after the party, and they're in the alleyway behind a couple of the houses and stuff like that, and the dumpsters, and all of a sudden they run into the possum, oh, and the yeah. possum hisses at him. Yeah, I just lost it for some reason. That 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 got me so well. Like I just, I just and he kills it. Oh, he beats the crap out of it. The bat. <laughs> it's a rat. Which clearly it's a possum. <laughs> I just freak out. Yeah. One of the things that really places it in time is every time kids trying to get a phone call from like play and he's got to get the phone, get on the phone and then he's got to go. All right, dad, I'm taking a phone call upstairs. Oh, yeah, put the absolutely. Phone down he picks it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the phone call. Like that's that just now that everybody with cell phones like that doesn't happen. It was like, such a big thing when you had call waiting. Yep, I got another phone call. Hang on. I mean, and you're like, don't you, know, you switch it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like kids today don't know any of that. People like who would watch it now, There's even like even teeny, no even cell phones. the people house party age now like people that work at the theater with us the the kids that work there they have no reference to any of the phone stuff no reference well there's no there's no there's no cell phones back then exactly oh, so i know exactly. they're just they're just kind of like they yeah it's just landlines oh god remember those yeah, remember when landlines when i was watching he's like i'm gonna take this call upstairs and the dad had to put the phone upside down i was like oh man i know that really ages this i know i know i miss rotary phones I didn't really have that many rotary. Oh, who cares? Like my grandmother had a rotary. Phone. The only people that call on my main line are the robocalls. Honestly, it's just robocalls. It, it is. Oh, I never answer this. I never answer the phone anymore because call me on my cell phone because it's just nonstop robocalls or hey, donation call. It's not. It's nuts. Yep. It's nuts. Back then, though, back, I always had to answer the phone. And did. back then, they did not even call her ID. You didn't know who it was. You're like, Ooh, who could it be? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm waiting for another call. <laughs> oh, I know. I have my line. I got to go. No, no. I, I never I never knew like the whole thing when like he got the pink. He got the pink slip. Well, not the pink slip. But yeah, but like the detention slip where he was in trouble. Right. I never I could. I didn't realize that they either mailed it to your house or they would get. I know the phone call, but like. Like, I think they they would mail like that's they, a quick mail. mail. That's I, qu- it, it is quick. It's a movie. Yeah. It's fine. But like, see, like one of the things about also with comedies in terms of just kind of like you know, like when we did the Burbs, our first one. But this is our sec. This is probably the only this the second comedy comedy we've done. This Everything is, else has been second, yeah. yeah. So with comedies, it's like you can't really sit here and nitpick the logic of you can't yeah. because it's a comedy. So it's a it's meant to be you know surreal it's meant to be like just kind of like like when at the end when the house when you talk about the roof falling off oh, and it lands on the cops, the cops in the mid credits yep. yeah i mean that's just like there's no logic in that who cares you know it's an end cap to the film exactly right. and they get and quite frankly they get what they deserve right? so there's stuff like like with the with the slip coming in the mail or just kind of like all that stuff you just you can't really you know get bogged down with like that wouldn't happen because it's a comedy right so the comedy's main goal is to, even though it's a straight comedy, you still have to, you have to root for your main characters. Dude, mm-hmm. They have to make them relatable. You have to be able to connect with them. And they do that in this. Absolutely. We, yeah. We've talked about ad nauseum about the fact that it's about teenagers having a good time. And we both related to that when we watched it. So immediately we relate to them in terms of like just wanting to hook up. They're probably the most relatable. Right. Teenagers in almost any part right. of movies I've right. ever seen. And I, yeah. And I'm like, listen, like, I'm not saying like, like they're good in it. They're funny. And kid, right. I'm talking about kid and play. They're funny. Yeah. And if they took a couple acting classes, whatever, they're just being themselves. And and I think that that came through. So like immediately we rooted for them because we were like, yeah, that's all I wanted to do. That's all I want to do. Yeah. And then so all the, and all the comedy just it, it's funny. And, and you just have to make sure that your jokes hit and they hit. So, I mean, I guess people my age probably have seen this movie. I hope a lot of people. I mean, I I. I hope people my age have seen this movie. It's a very funny movie. I I would recommend that if you're going to see House Party, you should see House Party one and two together. Should Make we it a have double feature. <laughs> we should have. Make it a double feature. Watch one and two together. I do not remember three. It's shame on me. I don't want to see four and five because it doesn't have kid play in it. So I'm just going to say no to those. And I and if if LeBron James and uh, Spring Hill Entertainment do a new House Party, I will be in that theater to watch it. They got to work on their Space Jam film first. Whatever I, uh, I I'll watch the Space Jam movie too, but like I, but but I will be in there for the for if they redo House Party because I enjoyed I enjoyed this one, uh, I still like it and I don't know I don't I guess and and you should pick it and play in it at some point. 
I know they're in their 50s now, but who cares? They could be their kids. They probably can't like dance. That. They probably can't really do the dance moves anymore, <laughs> but they can be in the movie. Why can't they be in the movie? So, yeah. So, I mean, I know we talked about last cast, about not the re- – which I put in the stupid opening, too, but, like, not in the re- – you know, do you revisit this movie? Yes. Yeah. With, but I would say people my age, if you haven't seen it, shame on you. You should see it. People, kids now, I don't know if you, if you want to know what 90s was like, watch that movie. See, I think in terms for me, because it was just on Comedy Central and stuff, it wasn't like just readily available. I don't know if people my age, their parents were too old for it already. People my age would have only had seen it on TV, maybe on like Comedy Central, if they even did. So if you want to get nostalgic and remember like what childhood, what it you know what not what it felt like to be that age back then but just what it felt like to be back then you should give it a try and i just think that the characters are still relatable just haven't trying to have a good time even the kids nowadays just haven't trying to have a good time it's probably <laughs> relatable without having like the all the extra right. like over the top stuff that movies about party movies and stuff like that really are yeah but like these this party movies fun but these party movies usually have a group of like young actors that you see later on like when you have days and confused of all those people in that movie like ben affleck and um and that's all I can remember. Uh, <laughs> Renee Zellweger in that? No, I'm wrong. No, she is. Is she? No, I'm thinking of Joey Lawrence. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Okay. Joey, Joey Lawrence Adams. That's what I'm thinking. No. Of. Okay. I'm old. So like, uh, you know, and then you have Cole Hauser in that, and the the London kid. Uh, you so you have all these young actors that you know they go off and they they start their careers. And you know, yeah. can't hardly wait that had a bunch of people in it that went off to start their careers. You have, this movie has like you know it's hard to kid and play although. You know, this kind of helped them in terms of their hip hop career, mm-hmm. in terms of where they went. Uh, they were obviously didn't become huge film stars, but they still were huge hip hop artists. But then you have Tisha Campbell, who went on to do, you know, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Was she in the show with him? Yep. Martin Lawrence has become Martin Lawrence, who everyone knows about. Like, you know, even even uh, Daryl Mitchell going on and, and, and doing a bunch of stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's like they had young actors in this that went on. So it's like one of those party movies that is of that time that kind of maybe launched careers of some of these people absolutely yeah so it's it definitely very similar to like all these other movies i was talking about absolutely that's it so house party it's awesome definitely watch it <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to think of a i was trying to think of a line from it and i couldn't remember one. Oh, i didn't even do my favorite i didn't even talk about um so when they do the uh when the bullies would always be like you know you smell something when they do the pussy line he's like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, i thought that was funny Oh, you you have said that. I've I've uh, said that yeah. at the theater. We would smell like pussy a bunch of dicks. And they shut slam the door on him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was great. I don't know. Yeah, he comes, he opens the door just to say that and has to close it. Well, I love it that he's starting the line, and they all say it and they slam the door. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess we would smell like pussies to a bunch of dicks. Shit. And then, and then, then they're like, then they're like, I'm gonna burn it yeah, down. Like, whoa, what? Well, we're just talking about kicking some ass. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about burning them up. Why we gotta burn them up? Why you gotta burn them up like that? Oh man, you're going too far. <laughs> we're talking about them being pussies. Maybe you guys are pussies. <laughs> so it's plug time. All right. Go ahead. All right. So I've got two different podcasts. Uh, this is Mike Butler here. Two different it's podcasts. always you. It is me. I've got Cracking One Open with Mike and Elise. We talked about it earlier, where it's about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every episode, we crack open a craft beer. We talk about the beer, where it's from, the type of beer it is. Uh, we talk a little bit about the brewery. And then as we sip on our beer and after we've cracked it open, we discuss uh, what's popular right now. Uh, we discuss Netflix, Hulu, um, HBO, any anything on TV or even films that we've been watching. Showtime. Current, current do you, you talk Showtime? Amazon Prime. Talk about Prime. Is there anything on Showtime I really want to watch right now? Billions. I do want to start watching Billions, and I, I want to. Finish. You just listed off to me five things you want to watch. Now you're adding to it. Billions is up there. I, I want to finish Black Sales, but that's Stars. Oh right. Um, I did watch the first season of that. Didn't they cancel that? Uh, it finished up. It wrapped up. Oh okay. So yeah, that's Crackle and Open with Mike and Elise. So if you enjoy beer, if you enjoy pop culture, definitely check that out. So I got two player bros with my that I do with my brother Alex, where we talk about all things video games, reviews, previews, news, uh, all systems, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC, VR. Uh, you listen to us argue about stuff, bicker. <laughs> so it's a good time. That's two player bros and cracking one open, both available wherever podcasts can be found. And you can hit us up on the social medias as well. Just look for those names. 
I have 54 podcasts. I'm going to start them off right now. One is called Mike Field. It's just about me and my life, what I do. <laughs> I sit and talk. I stare at the wall. And I just talk about things like, hey, I see that light. That light looks cool. I think I got to clean that. And then there's one Mike Field cuts the grass and I don't have any podcasts. I'm joking. So if you want to know what I do, I don't do much. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, if you go to MichaelDField.com, you can see some of my work. I've got all some, you know, stuff, scripts I've written, some like kind of like uh, scene excerpts from there. I've got some get to my videos from that. I've got a couple web series you can check out scenes from the movies, Puzzle Maker Son. Oh, you should. There's one guy in that and those. Uh, he's really good. He should be the star. I agree. I, I him, agree. But. David Ian Lee is, my, is my, <laughs> one of my favorite actors to work. Oh, you meant you. Oh, yes. Oh. Mike Butler. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so uh, you see, I lost my train of thought, man. Yeah. I also have uh, two books out. Uh, the Adam Parker mystery series. I have Adam Parker and the radioactive scout and Adam Parker and the high school bully. Uh, those are available on amazon.com in ebook and paperback. Uh, I'm currently working on a new book, which is a compilation of stories that take place in a fictional town of Brookville, which is, I introduced in Adam Parker and the high school bully. So uh, look for that in stores 2024. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else. That's cool. Yeah. So we have to wrap this up. If you like forgotten cinema. Oh yes, please. I, I, I apologize. I, if you like us and you, you know, please rate review, subscribe. We are on Apple podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are on Spotify, Spotify and Google play. We are everywhere. So we can't get more places without subscribers, without reviews or ratings. Please be kind when you review. Cause you know, Mike's very, uh, uh, very sensitive. He doesn't like when people tell him he's wrong about things. Or no, that's that's uh, weird because I'm never wrong. So. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I have to work with? <laughs> also, we do like feedback. We do like suggestions. We will take suggestions for any movies that you think we haven't covered that we should cover. We do have a running list of films that we keep adding to. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that I just added Josie and the Pussycats and Mike doesn't like that. So that might be our next one at some point. Um, kind of confused it's why good. I put that. Why are you I, actually, confused? I, I told actually, you it was funny. That's I why I put it. I have seen it, so that's fine. I told you why I put it. It's that's funny. Fine. I'm not going to put something down. I don't think the, it's funny. The other one you put down, I don't like. What was the other one? Uh, what Lies Beneath. Oh, well, that's a good... You know what? Shame on you. <laughs> don't stare at me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week when we're going to be doing Reign of Fire uh, from 2002, starring Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale acting the F out of the movie and dragons. There's a lot of dragons before Game of Thrones. Dragons are the most important part. You should say starring dragons and starring dragons and Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale. Who will win? Reign of Fire. All right. So as always, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Mike Field. I'm Mike Butler. And this has been Forgotten Cinema. Hey. What? What? Really? That's your stupid thing. <laughs> I'll find something else. <laughs> Just yet. Cause your ass is mine. I, I can explain. I, that damn I can explain. I'm really. afraid of you. I'm sick of your shit. I didn't work too hard and too long Ow. to let you run over me Pop. like you out of your Pop. damn mind. I didn't walk all across this damn city. Got stopped by the goddamn law looking for your monkey ass. Pop. All you kids over there just slowly in the grind and a peeping in the no. hand. But I know your ass. You was there. Wait, 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 wait.